Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're going to be doing episode 2 of Ace of Scenes. Today's scene that we're going to be talking about is from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Now if you've seen this movie, and you should have, you know exactly what scene I'm going to be talking about. It's showtime. In Wes Craven's masterpiece, 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street, we are introduced to a girl named Tina, who in the beginning of the movie is having an encounter with a person that has blades on a glove. We come to know that this is Freddy Krueger and that she is in a dream, or should I say she's in a nightmare. She wakes up, finds herself in distress, and wonders, was it real? Now, at this point, we don't know exactly the story behind Freddy, but because of how the movie is shot, we assume that Tina is our lead character. She has a friend named Nancy, and Nancy has a boyfriend named Glenn, and Tina also has a boyfriend named Rod. In the movie, very early on, they are at her house and she's basically trying to get over the fact that she continually has these nightmares. Somebody there? Who the hell is that? She then finds herself, as she is asleep, dreaming about being chased by this disfigured man. She's walking down an alleyway, and then all of a sudden, the music cuts on. She turns around and sees that this man is laughing. He's stretching his arms out in an inhuman type of way. It's not even possible. And he has that glove of blades. She's in disbelief. And she says, please God. And of course, we know what happens next. He starts to chase her. And we're thinking, oh wow, this is going to be really bad. But as she turns around and back to the front, he's in front of her. He almost seems to be supernatural. She starts to run runs, runs into her yard, she's heading back towards her house, and all of a sudden he appears by a tree. Then he proceeds to cut off his own fingers as he laughs like a devil. She can't believe it. She's in shock, and she runs and runs, but next thing you know, 
he captures her, wrestles her to the ground. She's thrashing about, trying to get away from him, trying to fight him off. She then reaches up to his face to try to scratch him, but his face comes off. He's definitely supernatural. But all of a sudden, we're shown back into the bedroom where Rod is, and we realize that this fight that she's having with Freddy is happening in the bed. Rod pulls the covers back, but he only sees Tina. He doesn't see Freddy doing anything. The chest gets sliced open, he's in disbelief, and then she's lifted up in the air as if as if she's like some type of ghost. Next thing you know, she's being dragged up the wall, upside down, and then she's on the ceiling, thrashing around, wrestling around, yelling and screaming at the top of her lungs. Rod can't believe what he sees. There's nothing that he can really do. She's being slashed, thrown around on the ceiling. Nancy wakes up, and then after all of that happens, she just falls on the bed, dead, gone. The scene itself is so visceral. This was a scene that basically, once you saw it in the movie, you pretty much knew all bets were off. The other thing about it was, as I said earlier, Tina, we thought, was going to be the main character of the movie, the lead character, the quote-unquote final girl. But instead, by being killed, and in such a violent way, it pretty much threw everyone under the bus. It turned the story completely on its head. As a viewer, you're, you're in total disbelief because of it and also the way that The Kill was filmed. Now, this movie being 40 years old, or almost 40 years old, this scene still holds up. It is still an amazing scene to watch, and it still ranks above what the remake did later on, years later. It just has a very real feeling to it. The way they shot the scene was, was amazing because they actually had the room that they were in and they actually were able to turn it upside down and move it so she really was you know moving on all these sides of the room the wall and the ceiling and at one point it was said that she actually had been so disoriented she couldn't move and Wes Craven actually had to come and and help kind of calm her down and it was really really uh, a big scene, a very tough scene uh, for Amanda Weiss to, uh, to shoot, which, you know, that just makes the scene even more uh, classic, you know. And this scene is definitely one of those scenes that you could never forget in A Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's why it's an ace of scenes. Let me know what you guys think down below. Is this the scene that you would pick from A Nightmare on Elm Street? What did you think of the scene? Does it still hold up after all these years later? Let me know down in the comment section. Leave a like and subscribe, and I'll catch you guys later. Peace.